Hello and welcome to my podcast. It's episode 4. And I'm still lost on what to do, but I'm at least I'm enjoying the process. And today, I will be talking about my experience with Korean pop or K-pop. Starting off with the me before K-pop. So, how did I get into K-pop? It wasn't as if I didn't know what K-pop was. As I was growing up, several K-pop songs which became worldwide hits or at least big hits in the Philippines have been played so many times in over the radio, uh, children's parties, and many more. Some examples being Nobody by the Wonder Girls. Fantastic Baby by Big Bang. Wow, fantastic baby. And Fire by 21. These songs either had dance moves that every child learned and danced during Christmas parties or New Year's gatherings to get some extra money from titos and titas, or it just had a really cool and nice dance vibe that it was replayable for a whole year of parties. Not just a year, even more than that. Two years, three years. Uh, you'd always hear these songs. Uh, I grew up in the province, so I don't know if this was the same for other areas in the Philippines. However, I was never one to really get into the K-pop scene. During my high school days, my main source of entertainment other than video games and football, as I've said in a previous episode of mine, I watched and read a lot of anime and manga. This was also the time that uh, Gangnam Style by Sai became for some reason a global phenomenon. Everyone knew that song, even if you weren't into K-pop, you just knew that song. People knew the dance, people sang along to the chorus, and I was one of those. So I remember during my birthday that year, uh, September, about two months just uh, after the release of the song, me and a group of friends were dancing to it, uh, also to amuse my mom and the other parents, but I enjoyed dancing to it. This, however, didn't really still get me into K-pop. I didn't fully understand the appeal of it. Other than the pop music that I'm used to, it felt a bit too different for, for me at least. Of course, with the except few that really took over Philippine radio. By third year or fourth year high school, the girls in my school suddenly were into EXO. Uh, so EXO is a group by SM. Not to confuse SM, the supermarket, uh, super mall of here in the Philippines. Anyways, uh, being the stereotypical high school boy that I was, I would be quick to dismiss their talent and looks, thinking that liking such a genre of music would make me uh, somehow emasculate. The usual stereotypical thing that a high school boy would assume of K-pop of my time. Uh, my school was small and that we would be the ones to mostly choreograph our own dance performances. I am in no means a great dancer nor am I even a good one. I was just one of those people not really afraid 
or embarrassed of making a fool of myself trying to dance. So I, I, I found dancing at least enjoyable. The idea of not I am passionate about dance. More of uh, this is fun. It's cool. It's active. Anyways, uh, as a default, I became the choreographer for one of our school performances. Uh, I think it was for like a Christmas party. Or was it? Yeah, I think it was for a Christmas party. So you might think, how does this relate to K-pop at all? So while I was trying to pick out the songs to list for the performances, there was someone I wanted to impress. Uh, or even just to seem cool to the girls because they were in love with EXO. So I tried integrating one of the, their K-pop songs into the dance. So I searched for a song, but I really didn't like the initial songs that I was uh, listening to. Uh, some of them would be Wolf, uh, Mama, but then, then, I heard Growl. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Now that was a song that speaked of I'm confident, cool, and sexy. And I was also enthralled by the choreo and the uh of the MV. So uh, I included it. So it impressed the girls. I think the guys were okay with it. The song was nice anyways to begin with. And moving on, that still didn't get me into K-pop. At least due to this experience, I didn't really judge K-pop anymore with the stereotypical high school boy way of thinking. So I took in whatever song I was introduced to, but I didn't really put any effort to learn or to search for the groups or singers it was just like listening to a new song in the radio that you found nice but really didn't put in the time to get into know the artist of and all that so this would continue until my third year in university and the organization that i was in would occasionally play k-pop songs but as per usual i didn't really think much of it and that was me before the me of now with K-pop. Now we get into how did I get pulled into this. So it was during my internship that I started getting into K-pop. So a backstory leading to the events of my transformation to a fan. Uh, as I stated before, I had my internship. Uh, this was during the summer of 2018. The thing was, I live in the QC area, and my internship was all the way in Makati. So I would wake up 4.30 in the morning, go to the point-to-point -point bus stop, and ride the P2P bus there to Makati. The problem, however, was there were no jeeps that would drive towards the building of where my office of my internship was. So I had around a 20-minute to a 30-minute walk, from the bus stop to the office. Then going back home, I would walk once again to the bus stop and take the P2P bus back. But because this was the afternoon rush hour of everyone going home, the traffic would cause me to go home by 6 o'clock the earliest 
and the latest I recall was um, 8 p.m. So repeat this. Uh, repeat this three more times since interns worked only four times a week. Still having to waste around four to six hours a day just for commuting to and from work was extremely taxing for me. Then one night on July 9, 2018, the exhausted me browsing through Twitter came across a retweeted video. Uh, and this video was Dance the Night Away by Twice. The first thing that came into my mind was that it was a summer song with a bunch of cute girls. And I wasn't really vibing along with the song, but for some reason, even if the song felt off at first, I gave it a few more tries and you know, I watched the MV a few more times. As I started, so I started getting into it, like my exhaustion was gone and it was filled with like a sense of curiosity of what is this thing that has piqued my interest. It starts with me trying to learn more about the group TWICE. So for the audience who may not know about TWICE, TWICE is a 9-member girl group managed by JYP Entertainment that debuted on... 2015 with the song Like Ooh Ah. The group was formed through a idol survival type contest called 16. The group is composed of five Korean members, three Japanese members, and one Taiwanese member. Their names mentioned by uh, oldest to youngest are Im Nayeon, Yu Jong-yeon, Hirai Momo, Minato Zaki-sana, Park Jio, Nyoimina, Kim Dahyun, Son Cheyong, and Cho Chui. And I am very sorry for any fans if I butchered the pronunciation of their names. Because I, I don't really call them by their last names. So anyways, uh, now as I got to learn more about them, the more YouTube started recommending videos with regards to TWICE. And boy did I not know that there was so much more content with regards to K-pop groups than just music. So there's cute and funny compilations, there were fan cams, variety shows, and many more. And in just that night that I learned about TWICE, I binge-watched their whole video series of their trip to Switzerland. And I think that was... I think each video was around 10-15 minutes long and... uh. Well, at least the YouTube channel that posted it, because it wasn't the official Twice YouTube channel that posted it. So it was like 10.15 and it was 20 episodes or so. So that's that, that just happened on the first night I learned about Twice. As I dove deeper and deeper with the content in which my brother found me weird for watching, like a sneeze compilation, I started learning the different lingo when it came to K-pop. So we had bias, what does it mean to stand, um, a maknae, uh, comebacks, and the like. And in my internship, the other interns were also into K-pop. Uh, one was into Red Velvet, 
And my mentor in my internship was into Blackpink. She actually even had the uh, light stick. She brought it that day. And surprisingly, I also found it new that uh, if you were standing or at least if you're really into a group, uh, the fandoms would have their own names. So for twice, uh, the fandom name was once. Reveloves for Red Velvet and then Blinks for Blackpink. So I listened to those groups, but for some reason, I just couldn't give uh, Red Velvet, um, Blackpink, and so on. The same amount of, I wouldn't call it dedication, but the amount of effort to get really into it. So if I'm using the term correctly, I couldn't really stand the other groups, but in no means did I dislike the groups. I still enjoyed their music. So, like, there's no need to talk shit about another group you don't follow. In which, I I might actually make an episode on with regards crazy fans and fandom wars, which for some reason exists or before, or I don't know if they're still now. I'm off Twitter. And as months pass, I learned more about more groups. Uh, a bit more about the history or at least the previous generation groups in K-pop. Weirdly but fondly, uh, learning the choreo of different songs. And three months in, however, I felt very sad as I'd gone through a lot of content with regards twice. That I just started rewatching stuff and I just had to wait for new stuff. And I know that I haven't watched everything twice. But I don't feel the need to watch everything, every live stream, all the content put out. Just because you're a fan doesn't mean you have to watch 100% of the stuff they put out. Or even agree to all of their stuff. Like there are some songs that, that twice has that I'm not really into. So especially, what's that song? The the repetitive chorus of I'm gonna be a star. And I feel for Nyon having to sing that because if I recall, that's her only line. And uh, moving on, when I had the opportunity to go to South Korea last year, uh, January 2019, due to an academic event I went to, won't go into the details, I was able to get myself some Twice merch. I was to get, uh, I was able to get a album, a monograph of what is love, and then the DVD uh, of their first concert. And I hope to get more merch in the future, but as of the moment, I don't really have the cash for it. And I, I'm, it's not that I'm against or don't like. Ordering online is just that I find it a hassle. I would love to have the stuff I order instantly, but what can you do? So I hope in the future, not just JYP, I hope like other K-pop companies branch out to sell like merchandise locally, like have a store here in the Philippines in which different K-pop companies supply uh, merch with. Now... Uh, the what is uh, wacky right now in terms of K-pop, I, I'm more mellow now. 
I don't live and breathe K-pop, but I like to occasionally check on like different news. Uh, I go on Reddit, find out what's new, who's having comebacks, uh, are there any new groups coming out? But Gun, or at least for now, is the wacky who put in almost a hundred percent of his energy getting into know uh, a group. Uh, just like high school me binge watching anime then took in a more healthy amount so i have found a healthily healthier way of partaking in my hobby of k-pop just as you should with anything so this is not exclusive to uh, anime and k-pop you should also healthily partake in your other hobbies and these days, I kind of listen more to Korean R&B and the like. It's much more chill. Speaking of which, uh, in the, this next section, I'll be talking about what I have been lately listening to. Or at least the song that I've been always playing the past week. The song that I've been really playing a lot is Solo. Uh, not the one by Jenny of Blackpink, nor is it the 2010 song by IS. This song is by J Park featuring Hoodie. I just can't but groove to the song. In the past week, if I needed to bump myself up, this was the go-to song. It just really uh how do i put it brought a dance to my step even if i was just sitting so i just that you guys listen to it even if you don't listen to k-pop it just has a feel and a beat that i think anyone could and would get into and the fun fact that i didn't double check uh is the there's a portion in the song solo which was sampled and used in another song so the song is called Narcissist by No Rome featuring the 1975. So here's the sample from Narcissist. And here is the part from Solo. So I didn't fact check it, but it sounds the same. And again, give Solo by J Park featuring Hoodie a listen, you won't regret it. Now, I didn't know if I should include this portion, but in recent news, it seems that South Korea has been facing a lot of troubles and concerns with regards to the latest virus. And I know it's not just South Korea, but I feel kind of sad that the concert that all these groups were preparing for have been cancelled or at least postponed. Uh, and then all these people that bought the tickets hoping to see their favorite groups um, either it's cancelled, postponed. And then also the music shows uh, and other performances that these groups have to do. Um, they do have an audience, but it's like the production crew. 
but I'm sure it's different from the usual having your fans around uh, cheering for you as you perform on stage. Now, not just in South Korea, but everywhere around the world, I hope everyone is safe and healthy, always pro um, practice proper hygiene, and let's not get this 2020 all about bad news, and try to look at the good things, maybe not in the world, but at least the tiny things in our individual lives. Anyways, for this episode, I've talked about my life before K-pop, how I became a follower of K-pop, and a song I've been listening to this past week. Once again, I hope everyone won't get sick, and I hope you guys tune in for the next episode.